Welcome to Backstage at Brick. We are back in the podcast studio. My name is BJ Evans. I am your host, and I am here with my new co-host and producer, audio engineer, Andrea. Hey, Andrea. Hello. How are you? You know, Wednesday. <laughs> That's right. It is Wednesday. We have a very special guest in the podcast studio today. I am so excited uh, to have her. Would you just introduce yourself and your title and what you do here at Brick? Hello, everyone. My name is Leah Crockett. I'm the senior music producer here at Brick um, and loyal desk partner of BJ Evans. <laughs> and I love coming on this show. Oh, thank you. Um, also, fancy title. Isn't it? It is. I don't even, you know what happens to me all the time? People, if I say, oh, I'm a music producer, they think I'm like, you know, in the studio making beats. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, I don't do that. So externally here at Brick, it makes sense. There are distinctions of your like discipline that you work in. But externally, I need to be better about saying like, <laughs> I'm a concert producer mm. or an event producer. Do people like lose interest immediately when you're like, oh, no, I don't make the beats? I mean, kind of like they're like, oh, I was going to send you my demo, but now. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, just invite me to your live show. Exactly. Uh, well, and as part of being the senior music producer at Brick, you produce the Brick Celebrate Brooklyn Festival. That's right. Uh, which is coming up. And we have announced the lineup um, last week. So congratulations. Thank you. And thank you for taking the time to be here. I know there's probably a lot going on getting ready for the festival, but, uh, I just wanted to take a few moments to like talk about some of the acts coming up, some of the things that we should all be excited about. So in this great lineup, what are you excited about Leah as someone so close to the festival? Yeah. You know, it's so interesting. I mean, we do over 20, we do 25 free performances in the park and each performance has at least two or three artists. So the multipliers on that just mean that there are so many bands that I'm excited about. Um, and, you know, we really try to touch as much of the musical spectrum as possible. Um, and I really feel like we've uh, done a great job of that this year. So there's a lot I'm excited about. But one thing I think that's very special about our festival is that, you know, we really want it. Part of that musical spectrum and that mix is having artists who are at once legendary, but also maybe emerging or maybe haven't played the U.S. a lot. Or, um, you know, we really try to make it a point to do something special uh, with certain shows. And it's, you know, not just your average band who's on tour. Yeah, I can totally see that in you the know. lineup. Yeah, that's awesome. So a few things that I'm particularly excited about in that I think um, they're really special to the season. Um one thing that comes out, I'm going to go kind of in chronological order so you can all mark your calendars accordingly. Thank you. Um, <laughs> on Saturday, June 22nd, we have this great band, Tortoise. Um, they were really big in the 90s, a great experimental rock group. Um, and they actually kind of stopped touring. They didn't break up or anything, but they really haven't played a show in something like 15 years. But they had an amazing album called TNT in the 90s that was really critically acclaimed. And, you know, a bunch of them live in Brooklyn. And so they're like, oh. For Celebrate Brooklyn, we'll do that. Wow. So that's pretty special. I love that we can, you know, provide that, present that. Um, and Emily Wells is uh, opening that show, and she's an awesome Brooklyn-based. Uh, she's mostly a string musician, but she also does a lot of looping and rapping and spoken word, and she's just very, has a very singular voice and sound. So she's opening. It'll be a great Brooklyn show. So the band Tortoise hasn't played live in a while then. Correct. Amazing. It's really fun. That's cool. All right. What kind of, you said it was like um, like weird sort of, like what kind of music? Yeah, it's like experimental <laughs> rock. Okay. You know. Um, okay. Cool. 
I feel like that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then on Friday, June 28th, I am personally very excited about this because I, as you know, come from Texas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where cumbia is very uh, prolific there, very, very relevant. Um, and certainly still exists here in New York, but it's different. And so I'm very excited to bring Celso Piña to the band show. He's an iconic uh, Mexican accordionist who really propelled through sort of the, he does like a very gritty kind of cumbia that's very popular, kind of in the 70s, started getting really popular. Um, he's just incredible. He's had like such a long storied career and is hugely popular in Texas. I've seen him several times down there, uh, but he hasn't really played New York in a while. And I think that he's going to be one of these artists that New York didn't know they needed. Like Ooh. everyone who is going to come out. I think that, you know, he has a lot of fans here. They just haven't been able to see him. So I'm very excited to bring that show to the park. Very cool. I love that phrase. The artists in New York didn't know they needed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're through June. Uh, what's what, what's next? What else is special? Um, I am really excited about this uh, July 19th show. So this guy, Burna Boy, you gotta, everybody needs to know Burna Boy. He is a hugely rising star uh, out of Nigeria, really pioneering the Afrobeats movement. And he actually just recently played New York. I, I think it was a sold out show in Manhattan. Um, but, you know, he hasn't been around for very long. He's like a quick, mm -hmm. very quick star. He's amazing. It's such a party vibe. It's so great. It's so fresh. And so him alone is going to be amazing. But I'm so pumped that Sampa the Great is opening. She is one of the best rappers in Australia right now. Ooh. She uh, she hails from <laughs> Zambia, but she lives in Australia. And as you can imagine, logistically, it is very difficult for her to play the United States. I met. Yeah. So we, How many visas? Exactly. So <laughs> it's just, it's really wild. And, you know, she's an independent artist and she's incredible. Uh, really great to listen to ahead of time so you can sing along to all the words by the time <laughs> the show happens. Um, so that I'm really excited about. And then DJ Tunes is like the Afrobeats DJ of New York. He lives here and literally every other Afrobeats artist wants DJ Tunes on his show. And you got him. And we got him. So that's just going to be like a triple bill killer of the night. Oh, cool. And I love how you said the, is it Sampa or Sampa? I don't remember okay. what I said. Um, Sampa. <laughs> Sampa the Great. I love how you said that Sampa the Great is the best rapper in Australia right now and not the best female rapper. You were just oh, like, yeah. she just is the best rapper. I'm like, yes. that's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, let's get rid of those female exactly. qualifiers. She's the best rapper. Yeah. Full stop. She is. Isn't that what they say in Australia? Full Instead stop. Period. Full stop. That sounds, about, like a sounds like something they would do. Commonwealth British thing. Anyway. <laughs> 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 uh, so that sounds like an awesome night. Anything else? So that that's July nineteenth. Yeah, I think um, one thing that's very special. Again, um, you know, we don't just do music. We also do film and dance. And um, I think that especially showing dance, even I mean, I don't have exact numbers, but even the you know, the New York City Ballet or some of the largest dance. Um, performance opportunities that are out there to go see you know you're in an auditorium and it's maybe a couple of thousand people or a few thousand people and it, you know it can be very expensive it's very expensive to produce dance and that's uh, unfortunately reflected in the ticket prices sometimes so just the sheer fact that we present world-class dance companies in the park outside for free is pretty spectacular um it's a very unique experience um that you know i think is really pretty unique to new york so we have some great dance uh, this year. We have Ailey 2 and Company Hervé Kubi from France and Algeria. 
and both of those shows are just amazing. And again, I just think it's the kind of experience that you would, you would never get to see these two companies for free in such a beautiful setting and such an accessible, inviting setting. So I really encourage folks, if you're not you know, involved in the dance world or it's not maybe a type of art form you keep up with, no problem. Just come on <laughs> down. It's very easy. Come and go as you please. Uh, I really think your mind will be you know, expanded and for the better. And then one other very special commission that we're doing on Friday, August 9th, which is the night before our closing night, is uh, what we're calling What's Going On. And that's actually a brand new commission work where we have employed some of the most amazing musicians mm -hmm. in New York to perform Marvin Gaye's seminal What's Going On album. What? Feels so timely. It's like if you go back and listen to that record, it is still so relevant, every single word in it. So I think um, the subject matter is very moving in and of itself. And we've enlisted Felicia Collins to be our musical director. And she was the musical director for um, one of the late night shows. I think The Late Show with David Letterman for okay. a long time. One of those. Awesome. Anyway, she's like killer. Toshi Regan, Keisha Lewis. Um, we also have Terry Lynn Carrington on drums. It's just an all-star band. And one thing that we wanted to challenge ourselves with for this particular commission was uh, we wanted to be all women. Ooh. So it's 100% all-female band, all-female singers, uh, female music director, you know, it's one of those things like we need to dispel the myth that there just aren't enough female exes out there. I think yeah. people apply that a lot yeah. to male dominated industries. And the fact is, that's not true. They exist. <laughs> we just don't necessarily think of all of them. We have to do a little bit more work to like kind of pull that out because so many of them get unrecognized. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm very excited to present this killer band awesome. and this doing this killer album. And and then can you talk to me a little bit about closing night? Oh yeah, Bombasterio, it's gonna go off. Am I right, Andrea? Yes, she's right. <laughs> <laughs> Corroboration. Um, I mean, I have been a Bombasterio fan since 2009 when I saw them at South by Southwest. So <laughs> I am so, so she was fun. cool before. <laughs> this will actually be the second time I've presented them. I presented what? them in Austin too. Uh, maybe like seven years ago or something. So it's kind of amazing because when we, um, you know, uh, announced the show, I was, of course, super excited and I knew it would be big, but it didn't occur to me how long they've been around. Like I really took for granted how long this band has been around. And it was so interesting how some people in the office were like, oh, I didn't know they were so big. You know, I didn't realize it's going to be such a big show. And I was like, yeah, but really they have like a 10 year plus career and I realized that I'm like an old school Bomba fan. Like they've been around long enough to where they have like different eras of fandom, you know. So you can be that. Well, I listened to them back when. Exactly. I'm like I prefer <laughs> their first album to this. Um, I had the CD. That's yeah. how long ago. Exactly. <laughs> so that's just gonna be amazing. I mean, Bomba Stadio is one of these groups who is really able to transcend. Um, I think a lot of silly barriers and stuff. You know, like. It's cumbia based, but it's super electronic. The African influence in their music is like so noticeable. Um, just their syncopation, their rhythms, their guitar. And um, the lead singer of the group is just has a very unique style and unique aesthetic. And I think it really resonates with a lot of people to where, um, you know, you don't have to speak Spanish. You don't have to know how to dance a certain type of way. Like it's such accessible, infectious music. And I think it's the perfect way to end the season. Congratulations. So Andrea, um, as everyone knows, Andrea is new to the performing arts team relatively. I mean, it's like been a month now at least, yeah, right? Yeah, two months, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Almost exactly two months. And <laughs> the, the, the festival is a big part of what you'll be working on. So what are you excited about? 
Huh. And you don't get to pick any that Leah just talked about. Oh, no. I know. I know. <laughs> what is this hard task? I know. <laughs> I know that you're excited about those two, but let's let's um, give the listeners even more information. Like, um, what's some someone else they should be paying attention to? Okay, so I, um, I'm gonna expose myself a little bit <laughs> <laughs> right now, and um, the Liz Fair concert yes. is <laughs> up on there for me. <laughs> um, but I will. To clarify, I'm excited about Ted Leo and the Pharmacist because I was a young emo, young indie rocker. I'm from <laughs> New York, so I was like up on that scene. This, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. About that awesome, show. awesome. But yeah, my I young love that the inner emo is coming out <laughs> side of so you great. that we didn't know about. You were never supposed to find out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's going to be an awesome show. Yeah, it really is yeah. going to be big. Anything else? It's okay. I'm putting you on the spot here, I realize. I'm, I know that everyone's excited about everything. It's but. like, it's just hard to think about because I'm so close mm-hmm. to it, like yeah. to this project where I'm just like, I don't even know what's going on. I know exactly what's going on, but at the same time, like, <laughs> confused. Um, well, who else was it? Sorry, I'll get close. Uh, yeah, get on that microphone, Andrea. <laughs> I'm also excited oh, about yeah. the movies. Ebay. Oh, I see you pointing yeah. to something. Who is it? <laughs> eBay. Um, Tell me more. So I, so I'm like a fake fan. I know, like <laughs> I know that I'm supposed to like them, basically. <laughs> um, I know but, exactly what you mean. Yeah, like I'm like okay. I know they're cool. I know their music's great. Um, they are like super cute looking, but um, I personally like don't I'm not like super familiar with their disc- discography or anything but I've been listening to them on Spotify recently <laughs> shout out Spotify yeah <laughs> <laughs> not a sponsor <laughs> <laughs> just in preparation and yeah I'm excited I'm excited to see them live excited to get more familiar with their work cool and are there any on this this lineup that Leah you would you think that maybe people aren't as familiar with that maybe aren't as popular or that are up and coming or something that we should be more excited about and that maybe a little plug from you will get us more excited you know I think um it's su- it's such a great question, but it's interesting that it's it's so subjective, right? Like for example, how people some people were surprised about Bombastadio, whereas Andrea and I were like, yeah, duh, it's gonna be huge. Mm-hmm. And you know, there are other ones on here where I think I look at the Mick Jenkins and LaKaylee Forty Seven show, and I've definitely been a fan of both of theirs for a couple of years. But if I zoom out and I talk to other people, I realize you know they don't have a huge draw. Like they're still kind of emerging. Um, but they're incredible. So I definitely think that's the kind of, you know, kind of depends. Hopefully their fans will come out. Um, they have a built-in audience, but I definitely think they are, uh, they have a lot more people to be introduced to. And um, Mick Jenkins is a great rapper. I'm forgetting where he's from at the moment, but um, he really incorporates a lot of jazz and it's just a very, um, it's a very musical type of hip hop, which I really like. And then like Kaylee 47 is a Brooklyn girl and she is not playing around. Like, <laughs> she is amazing. She is my wake up in the morning soundtrack. She is my cook by yourself soundtrack. Oh, wow. She is just a vision. She's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any in this lineup that you didn't know about before the they were booked for Celebrate? Oh, for sure. That always happens. I'm trying to think, take a quick look. I mean, I actually did know this is kind of my dream lineup in a lot of ways. Um, or there are artists I've like worked with in the past. Um, but I think that. Oh, um, John Nine from um, Jamaica. She's opening for Protege. 
it that is definitely a world that is super male dominated and like straight up sexist in a lot of ways. So what world is that? The reggae world, okay. I think. And um, so I was really pumped to discover um, a female artist from that world who's killing it and um, give space to that because they're just again, it's like it's not that they're not out there. We're just not seeing them. Right. Um, right. So I'm really excited about her and to have discovered her. And then this guy, Narsi from Canada, and he's he's uh, his family's from the Middle East and I can't remember what country, but um, he is an amazing rapper and DJ who's opening for 47 Soul and Odyssey. Um He's just really cool, and he's collaborated with a lot of other Canadian artists that I know. So I was really excited to discover him. It's awesome. And so, um, you know, I'm a little curious, peeling back the curtain a little bit. <laughs> the lineup starts, we start in June. Yep, June It's 4th. May now. So from now until June 4th, like, what are you working on, music, senior music producer? Like, what, what is happening? What are y'all doing? What are the things that have to get done? Oh, tell so tell the people out there, <laughs> 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 like, is the is the park like ready for everyone? We are um, absolutely not not ready. Please don't <laughs> come yet. Um, <laughs> we, you know, we're building it out. It's really interesting. The band shell really does go through a transformation, and it is a seasonal thing. So right now, we're basically like unpacking hmm. a, a big a bunch of storage containers to try to build out what becomes the band shell. Hmm. Um, that's cool. So that's sort of what we're into right now. And then you know, it's just. That finish line, it's like r- everyday racing and seeing what you can get done, what problems you can solve, um, hiring up staff. Um, yeah, you know, so many people out there so working. So many people who work out there. They're awesome. Shout out to the staff. You guys Hi, kill staff. It. Yes. We have a bunch of returning staff, which is really sweet. It's a nice, um, it's just a great summer vibe, I think, not only for the people who attend the festival year over year, but also the people who work it. We're all big big old family out there and it is it's really nice so yeah we're really just focusing on staffing and production and you know getting everything up and running cool and you think you'll be ready by june third is it third or well we have to be (laughs) 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 and there's new food out there at the band shell too right yes i'm so excited (laughs) can we talk about that briefly yeah totally it's so interesting um we you know every festival and every event does it differently and i think it's a totally understandable underestimation of just how many logistics, how much logistics go into food service. And, you know, we get requests from the public all the time of, why can't you just have this food truck show up? I would really love this food truck to just come to the park. And it's so hard to stop and be like, well, Prospect Park is technically car free, so we're not allowed to have this. And we're not allowed to have, you know, electricity in this way. And, you know, it's very complex. And it's all for good because it's to preserve beautiful Prospect Park. Uh, and so we want to comply with that. So we really have to have a specific type of food service that we do. And we have collaborated with this amazing Brooklyn-based company, Big Mots, who got really, I think, you know, came to fame for their amazing mozzarella sticks that you may have had so at Smorgasburg. <laughs> and they have grown from just a handful of mozzarella sticks into a food service catering empire. Wow. <laughs> I feel like that could be a metaphor for a few things. Yeah. <laughs> And they are now um, sort of leading up our food service operations, and they've partnered with a lot of their other um, sort of food pop-up partners that they've worked with at places like Smorgasburg. So we have Brooklyn Oyster Party. We have Sweet Chick. uh, We have Gordo's Cantina. We're also going to have Stand Coffee there. It's going to be a really great mix of a lot of um, pretty much, I think, all – Vendors from Brooklyn and Queens. Amazing. A great um, array of different kinds of food that you can get. And plus a ton of great beers and wines. And new this year, 
cocktail. Oh, <laughs> <Uh-oh>. get ready. <laughs> Whoa, cocktails. Yes, I cannot wait. That's going to be I fun mean, nights I for security. Will. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you it's said you can't wait? Yeah. yeah, I said I can't wait, although, you know, only after my shift. Right. Of course. <laughs> of course. Is there anything else about the summer or the lineup or the band show or the festival that you want to make sure people know or that you want to say before we sign off, Leah? Yeah, I think it would only be right if I reminded everyone that it is free yes. because of donations from people. Yes. <laughs> so, um, you know, look, it warms my heart to be able to provide a free experience. I think everybody deserves uh, art and music for free. It shouldn't matter uh, how much money you have. So that's an invitation for everyone and anyone to come hang out. There's no barrier to entry. It's come as you are. Um, and I would also just ask that everybody ask themselves if they can afford to throw a dollar, five dollars, twenty dollars in our donation bins when they come, knowing how much it makes a difference uh, for other people to experience what we do. Um, ask yourself that question. Maybe you can donate a few bucks. Maybe you can't. That's totally okay. We want everyone there. Um, but I do think it's really important to um, acknowledge that and and really preserve things like this in our community. Thank you for that reminder, Leah. Uh, the, if you want to check out the rest of the lineup, you can go to brickartsmedia.org. Follow us on the Insta and the Twitter and I guess the Book of Face. I think we're probably on that too as well. <laughs> but follow us. Come join. Come to the free shows like Leah said all summer long. And thank you again so much for being here, Leah. It was awesome talking to you. This has been another episode of Backstage at Brick, our special Celebrate Brooklyn Festival episode with special guest Leah Crockett, senior music producer at Brick, and co-host Andrea Montes de Oca, also audio engineer and producer. I am your host, BJ Evans. We are recorded at the podcast studio at Brick, and we will catch you again in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening. <laughs>